Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Pagans Tonight Radio Network, the voice of the pagan world. Pagans Tonight is sponsored by Witchschool.com, your anyone, anytime, anywhere magical education. And sponsored by, in part by MyMysticGems.com, some of the finest jewelry out there. And uh, Stephanie Neal, author of The Untraining of a Sea Priestess, and a new book coming up. And you can check her out at StephanieLeonNeal.com. Yes, she has her name. As always, a smart thing to do. I'm Ed the Pagan, and I've been stopped in my tour. As you know, I've been doing the Miracle and Magic Tour. And uh, a little more than 10 days ago, I was out in Kansas City and with the uh, Heartland Spirit Alliance doing their House and Wellness Festival. And um, and they did a beautiful job of it and everything else. And uh, they had great merchants. They had great space. They did a really good job out there in Kansas City. And I want to uh, remark all of them for having me out. But the truth is, what happened while I was out there, I, this would be the last event that I would actually do. And I have many good friends out there. Uh, J.J. Gulianis, his wife, Darcy, who is a darling. Um, she makes... She makes JJ so good. Um, out there and everything else, and I was able to spend all the time, and we'll be talking to him, Neil Goodman, a really good friend of mine for years now, um, being a merchant, and I got to spend some real time with him and his lovely uh, wife, Jane. Every time I want to say he's and Jane, his wife. And uh, so we'll be talking to him in just a few minutes, but under this Miracles and Magic tour, we were stopped and thinking, as you know, that I've been making the premise that, you know, after the visions last year, I was going to get out and see more people. Well, it looks like now I'm in the middle of a refugee situation. I'll explain more about that in a few minutes. But one of the biggest things that happened was it impacted the merchants. It canceled all my events, and I was watching it there. And uh, Neil and JJ and Darcy and a whole bunch of us, Elaine and a cat out of there, um, I was able to get a lot of information, and I just watched the whole thing melt down. So the Order of Paladins have been making, and this is the first thing. We're going to tell you what the impact is. We're getting ahead of this. This is actually one of the things we should do really well. And uh, so we'll talk about a little bit about that. And we're going to be actually talking to merchants because uh, our friend Neil has not only come on board, he's going to be through uh, through the duration of what is now going to be known as the quarantine. Guess what? Historical name, quarantine. Um, first of its kind. And so with that. And so do I have Neil on the line? Neil. Hello, Hello. I'm Neil Goodman. I've been thinking yep. doing festivals for over 25 years. I've been merchanting in one form or another for almost 25 years out there. Uh, a lot of people have known me from the big shows in Brushwood and Wisteria. Uh, and, yes, this has just uh, put a big cramp on this whole festival season. Hopefully something happens later on in the summer once we get things Settle down. So right. Um, so okay, yeah. Because one of the things I think I was noticing is that this couldn't have come at a worse time for a lot of the merchants. Hmm. And the no, that you guys. Everybody's got wholesale orders coming in or already in to start the season, and there's lots of money already been put out. Entries, other equipment, all the things it takes to set 
start the season off. So I'm going to ask you to do me a favor. Um, are you on speaker? Yes. So take it off speaker for me. Would you mind? Um, you're breaking up a little, uh, quite a bit. Everybody okay. really wants to hear your strong voice. Huh? Ah, okay. Uh, um, so as you were saying, so everybody's got, so this is where people have got all of their money either in product or in fees, right? And yep. they're really sitting on very, and they have gas money, but they're sitting on very little cash at this point when this began. Yes, from what I understand. Yeah. And so, so this is one of the reasons why we're going to go out and we're going to help them over the next couple of months, get them online. Everybody's talking about going online and social distancing, which is, well, our expertise. But um, we've got, let me, and maybe one of your friends and, and ours, but um, Neil's been talking to merchants. And uh, are you there? Can you hear me? Uh, Alyssa? I got I'm so sorry. Yes. Oh, that, that's okay. Yes, I'm here. Uh, my name is Amy uh, Wilde, and my um, business is uh, Castle Art, Henna, Jewelry, and more. Uh, my, web, my web page is uh, www.castleart.com. Um, I've been doing fairs and festivals, not as long as meals, but pretty close, um, probably about uh, 20, 20 years in total. Um, I do the outdoor summer ones, uh, and indoor ones as well. And I, what Neil outlined is uh, kind of a similar situation for myself. Um, you know, the winter is usually a slower time, so, but that's the time, you know, like January, a lot of the fees are due, um, you know, extra inventory. You know, I finally got into this uh, victory of light in Cincinnati. I was so happy, so I got some extra um, things made, and um, now it's not happening. It's, you know, so it's, it's a very hard time and many of the um, festivals and I understand that they have like issues too but um, some of them have been great but I have like one show that basically told, uh, more of a local show said I was you know kind of SOL because they already spent the money um, from our table fees to advertise you know so some sure. some, some are working with uh, PagayaCon has been great they're um, they're working it out. They rescheduled, and so my fee is going to get forwarded to the rescheduled date. And I'm lucky that I can make it. And uh, Pagaicon and the Twin Cities Pig and Pride Group um, also said that you know if you can't make the rescheduled date, you have the option of doing the you know the the 2021 or a refund, which is great. I'm not getting all those options from some of the other shows that I've been. Um, applying and some of them are like waiting on, you know, um, you know, if this thing progresses, you know, um, you know, things into June might be canceled, but I have cancellations all the way up to um, mid-May and that's my whole spring season. And it's going to, it's really hard because like Neil said, the equipment, the fees, the inventory, you know, all the coffers are empty and, you know, now is the time that they would start getting filled again, and it's been really difficult. And and in my situation, too, I had to have foot surgery over uh, the winter, so 
all my savings was just used up to support my family over the winter. And I didn't even think it was a big deal because I had all these great shows lined up for the spring and now it's not happening. So it's been very, very (laughs) stressful. So absolutely. So right now for anyone who doesn't realize, so um, every event that I know has been canceled across the board. And this is not just in our system, but in some of the other networks as well. Uh, Genius Mm -hmm. Network, which I'm a big fan of, has been hit. So, we need to help our merchants out because this is going to impact a lot of them. And Neil, Neil mentions this all the time. So Neil, how many merchants do we see? Oh, Heartland. Okay. So the Heartland Pagan Festival, first one that's holding out. Puff is still holding out. Paganicon has moved. Uh, Sacred uh, Between the Worlds and Sacred uh, Space has canceled for the entire year, and they're going to redo it next year. Um, so we're seeing how it holds up. Uh, St. Louis Pagan Picnic is still holding up first weekend of June, and everyone from there is just waiting. But you're right. It wiped out. For me, I was on tour. I was going to speak to a lot of people and uh, that. But, Neil, um, yeah. so how many merchants are out there that make their living this way? I mean, can you – okay, so people don't really understand. So we're going to be going to an online world to a larger degree, and we're going to help yeah, uh, merchants like ourselves go to that. And they're going to say, well, what good are the festivals? Why, you know, and, and I guess we're going to, there's going to be a big argument now about the merchandising and festivals. And already festivals, a lot of people don't do well by merchants. The merchants do a lot of good. Can you explain what the good the merchant class does at our, um, at our festivals? Summer, and some of us go up through the winter that move into the hotel shows and the cons and the metaphysical fairs and all of that, we bring the communities together because we go to see everybody. We, we go out and talk about other places, other people, other things that are going on, what, what, what's happening, what's working here, what's happening, what's not working there. Uh, you know, we, we, we do a lot of things in the community, uh, you know, we're just not there to come into the community, rob it of all the money we can get out of it, and then leave. That's not the way it works. There's options mm-hmm. to benefit, benefit either the land or the shows or the other good things, you know. There are several different church organizations pagan church organizations that go into the prison and do other social work out mm-hmm. there. That, you know, everybody has their little fundraiser, their little auction or whatever they're doing to raise money for their cause and support that me helps support. You know, by auction donations, by whatever means we have to help whoever needs help at that time. I mean, our Haven a couple of years ago, they're building. We had a flash flood. I gave people clothing so they could go home in something. Absolutely. So, you know, so, so it's a very do a lot of things that nobody sees. Right. And can I add to that, too? Um, a lot of, the of course you can. You're supposed to jump I'm, in at any time oh, you want. Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, um, because I give, I try to give back as well. Like Summerland Spirit Festival, I would have little henna body art workshops that I do for free. I'd hand out henna cones, and people could draw on each other, and 
you know, um, I would do, you know, I've done uh, workshops at convocation, even though this past year I didn't because of my foot surgery um, in getting around. Um, I, you know, in the past I've, you know, would give a, a workshop, um, you know, so I would, it would be a value added for the festival that I can, you know, give back to, you know, the festival and, you know, promote, you know, and do a workshop and, you know, so, and then plus two, you know, being a merchant at these events, it's, it's like Neil kind of touched on, it's a networking thing. We're like, we're like a part of the network and the backbone of things going on. We talk to each other, you know, and we share information and, you know, uh, we work together as a lot of, we create our own community at these events. So, you yeah, give us a call today. have their own community inside of the community. There's yeah, people that are yeah. They're out on the road doing different shows, and we cross each other's paths one or two shows a year because we're from different geological areas and cover different parts of the country. Absolutely. And and one of the things I do know, you guys are really a very big, important part of how of the experience. Okay, folks. Six four six seven eight seven nineteen twenty eight. If you have a business or a merchandising and everything else, please do. So the first action we're gonna take, this is we're gonna be having regular broadcasts. So if you're a merchant of any kind, I want you guys to do me a favor and do a one minute commercial for me. You can write it out and send it to me at edzapagan at gmail dot com. You can do it as an audio file. Or if you want to, you can do it as a YouTube one minute video. And I'm going to be using these commercials throughout the next two months. That's the first thing we're going to do. And then Pig World Directory is going to be styled up. The balance are working on that um, and everything else. So they're going to do that. And on the daily spell, on a daily basis, Chris Copeland today started out with um, networking ideas. So this is a great time for us to kind of move forward and everything else. And so, and we got, and, uh, so what is one thing? that you guys can really use that you think can help you out right now? Do you think the community can help you out with? What do they recognize? Um, well, for me, I, I guess um, what would help me out is um, visit my website or my Facebook page. Um, I may, um, you know, I've been putting, posting my um, products on there um, I've been working with people because I do sell like a lot of rings and um, and I don't mind at all because I have a lot of time on my hands. I will message back and forth and we'll narrow down like the products I have and what they're interested in and, you know, um, and find the perfect fit. And many, like um, this when PagayaCon got canceled, I had a lot of uh, people contact me, you know, disappointed because they were looking forward to seeing me and all my new stuff. Um, so I sent them pictures, and we did some back and forth, and, um, you know, I got some stuff mailed off on Monday for them. Um, you know, so the biggest help would, for me would, you know, um, you know not, not to be afraid, you know, because the people that I were talking to, they're like, oh, I'm sorry, you know, not this one, but maybe that one, you know, and they were feeling bad that they were, you know, making me take all these pictures and stuff, and I'm like, I just want to reassure everybody, I don't mind messaging back and forth, you know, and, you know, finding the perfect, you know, thing for the, uh, you know, piece of jewelry for them. Because I, I specialize mostly in moonstones and labradites, and I just started with Peter's site. Um, so I don't mind, 
you know, taking photos and sharing. You know, on my Facebook page now, it's just general pictures, and people will kind of like screenshot and circle what they want and um, stuff like that. So that would be the biggest thing because um, I, I have all this product and nowhere to go with it. Gotcha. Sorry, that was long. Sure. <laughs> so, what? Uh, that was, sorry, that was long. I didn't mean to go on no, or no, ramble no, no, on. No, 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 that's great. I mean, no, 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 this is what we're going to do. Um, uh, absolutely, no, this is what we need to do. We're, this is the beginning of exploration. For the first time, people don't understand what a quarantine is or what it's going to be like if they hold you. If they hold you just to the 30 days that we're into, to April 15th alone, that's going to mean a lot of time in our hands. So people are going to be looking at it. Um, I was just listening to the fact that Facebook itself is stressed. So we're going to be answering that question. The Paladins have got some questions about that. The idea of putting up pictures and everything is terrific. Hmm? And uh, we should yeah. see what we can do to help that, that idea. The idea that you're, you're willing to personalize shopping. I mean, it, it's, it's what you do at the festivals, but it, it, we, we can convey that to uh, – at this, I want by the end of two months, I have one goal in mind. I want people to be begging to go, begging the festivals to allow them to attend. I want the festivals mm-hmm. to realize how valuable they really are. Um, but we also, yeah. I want to, so we're going to add another merchant, as I said, calling in. Um, Hello. Are you there? Yes. Yes. I'm here. Hi. Okay. Introduce yourself. Hi, I'm Kiki. I'm in. Um, I have a business called Magpie's Moon, and I'm in the band Spiral Rhythm. Okay, terrific. Wow, okay, I know exactly. Okay, well, thank you for calling in. So you're directly affected. You've been hearing this. Uh, well, we're trying right now to convey the idea that this has, got a, has had a real impact. And for you, um, you're a long, you know, very long-time merchant and performer for the system. So can you explain how this has affected you? Well, for myself and for quite a few other people in the same boat it's a double whammy because we merchant but we're also performers and events for safety reasons big impact i know that um i was supposed to be at PaganiCon just as an attendee but i know that there are people who vend there and who perform there who are out that um very crucial early income for the season um yeah my My co-band member, Carrie, she has a business called Unleash the Goddess, as well as being in the Mm -hmm. band. And um, she's already had several shows cancel and several postponed openings. And um, that puts a strain on resources for the rest of the year. And it's also really unfortunate because we miss making those connections with people that sometimes we only see once a year. And that, that has a sort of an emotional um, detriment to us. Uh, that, that, so that's one thing that people are talking about. I guess one of the things that people are in online culture. So I've been very good with social distancing. I actually teach, I actually have a completely different idea of the way they're teaching it. For me, social distance has been the idea of that you're at a distance. You need, to, and I want to bring you as many services as I can to make you feel included into the whole. So, you know, witch school and things of that nature and festival filming and such. Cause I, this year I was looking forward to it. This first time in like seven years, I was going to go back into the festival circuit and you're right. You get very excited about seeing people and meeting people along the way. 
So I'm going to ask you the right. same question. So what can so what can we do to help you? How can we help? How do you think we can help you weather this storm? Is there anything that particular that we can do as a community? So from a business standpoint, um, I know that I've got a Facebook. Several other business folk have Facebook pages. I would encourage all of the business owners to publish on Facebook, hey, this is my business page. Come take a look. People can shop online and help mm-hmm. out in that way because we do have a global community. It's not just your local mom and pop. It's all over the world. From a musician standpoint, I would say keep an eye, and I'm going through Facebook again because that's primarily where I function online with social mm-hmm. media. But there are a number of musicians offering um, streaming concerts for free or for tips. Um, there are a number of musicians who have um, music available on various services, iTunes, CD Baby, Amazon. So take mm-hmm. this opportunity to shop for one song, a dozen songs, a hundred songs, all of the songs, um, and just do things like that and have, if you see a musician posting, hey, I'm going to do a concert, um, share the heck out of it because that's our lifeblood. That's So many musicians are, are living on the edge financially anyway, and something like this where show after show is canceled and you not only you don't get to perform, but you don't get to have CD sales and interactions with people. And again, you know that's our that's our heartbeat, that's our pulse. So keeping connected by the internet is mm-hmm. it's a good thing. It's going to help keep us all alive and get so, through this. So let me offer to all the musicians out there. Festivals. That's one of the things about doing festivals is it's the human contact, actually being there and watching them perform. You can talk to that author. You can go see that merchant. You can put your hands on the CDs, the books, the goods, the the feeling, the emotion, the energy. That's what festivals are about, that social media and stuff isn't. It's about building that energy up, and usually at the end of it, it's the release of the energy at the end of the show that people don't understand that haven't attended festivals, and especially some of the bigger festivals where there's a lot of people, a lot of energy, a lot of amazing, wonderful things happen at festivals. Right. I mean, I understand, and empathize and sympathize and agree with a number of the recent closings. And I'm looking at events that we're booked for in the future and ready to be as flexible as necessary, whether we go or don't go or circumstances change, because as much as I love that connection, I I love the people I'm connecting with more and I'd like them to be there for the next one. And the only way I can really ensure that under the current circumstances is to not be within coughing distance. Um, so I'm not. Right. Well, and there's another issue too. Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, so no, I want to give a notice out, uh, band camp from Dom the Bard. Um, go ahead and make your point. Then I'm going to, then I'm going to go in with this update we've got on some, some okay. stuff, something well, pretty important. I've been running, in, I've been running into a third issue, 
Many of the um, vendors are self-employed, like myself. This is all I do for an income, which many do. They don't have a, a spouse or someone else that's helping with the household income. So I've been trying to get unemployment or financial aid to uh, weather the storm, and I've been running into um, that I don't qualify. Um, and I paid in, to, you know, I paid in my um, I paid in my employment tax. I paid into Social Security, you know, um, with my tax guy and stuff. But I contacted the SBA about, um, you know, because you hear that, you know, there's going to be all this, you know, funds for helping out small businesses. What I'm finding, not a small business like mine, you know, and that's really, really hard. So, mm-hmm. um, right. I'm still, I'm still working on it. Um, I sent out. You know, emails to um, the Wisconsin Department. Um, oh, I can't remember the. I'm in Wisconsin. I can't remember the exact thing, but basically, like emailing them directly because when I fill out the form, you know, it 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 doesn't. You know, it like it. I get a response saying that I don't qualify. I'm not in a disaster area, and that was like, what do you mean I'm not in a disaster area? I travel you know, for a living, and I travel to all these places just because I'm living, you know, in Brown County, you know, it doesn't mean that I'm not in a disaster area. All my shows are being canceled. That's a disaster. So that's just another thing I've been running into because, you know, um, I, I have to, you know, I have to do something. I'm trying to do something. And the fact that unemployment and the financial aid is not, um, you know, there's – it's going to be. I think it's going to be a challenge coming up trying to get access to the funds that they're making available for other small businesses. So I thank you, you for letting me mention that. <laughs> All right. So Dom from the Dom the Bard, and I've just verified it while you're on there. Uh, Bandcamp, which is a musician thing, are waiving their fees for any music sold there. This website starting this Friday to help musicians have had their gigs canceled, and so. Dom says, if you were thinking about buying any of my music, CD or download, tomorrow's a good day to help me out. Much love, my friend. So Bandcamp is now moving towards helping out the musicians. So that's just, I know we have a number of them on there. And you're talking, and, and Meg is talking about uh, the idea that musicians, because most of you guys are double, so most of the musicians are double effort. They have their music that they sell. They make most, people don't realize the fees from performing are, are very small compared to the cost. Hmm? Um, and so there's a real kind of difference in that. And so, um, well, that's why most of them are selling CDs and stickers Mm -hmm. and t-shirts. They're all trying to subsidize, subsidize them being out there. And that's why a lot of the bands and stuff, one or two of them are merchants. It's all about offsetting the cost of them being there. Because you definitely mm-hmm. put out more money than you're ever going to make. You're yeah, doing I it for the love of. I started vending. I only started vending to pay for the trip. And frankly, one of I do two big shows a year where I set up a twenty by twenty booth, and um, I can't set up at a smaller show because it's too much energy and output for the income. Which is I, I hate to say that, but I do have to make my balance. And one of the shows I do, if I'm lucky, when I go home, I'm at zero balance, which means I have covered what it cost me to go to that show and to be there for the duration of the show and to vend 
and and all of that. I have to agree with that too. Um, you know, um, doing some of the shows, you know, um, in the summer festivals, you know, I always call them vendcations because I'd be vending at them, <laughs> and it was kind of my vent, uh, my vacation, because you know I would hope to break even, but if I didn't, um, it was a tax write-off. But I was able to go to an event that I love, you know, and get that community and that good, you know, good vibes and see my friends. And so it was called, it was my vindication and, you know, um, and that's, um, that's part of it too, you know, and when, you know, I, I guess I'm kind of, it just makes me worry more to the, the future and stuff. But anyway, um, yeah, so it's no more. We light on the vacations coming up. <laughs> no, I think so, that well, that, that, that's what I call, I, I taste the endless summer, you know, being out there on the road and starting March and April all the way through October, I'm out tasting the endless summer. You know, I start yep. in the south, I work my way to the north through the hot season and work my way back to the south again. Yeah, that is so romantic, the endless summer. I think we should need more <laughs> of that for the festival season. So we're going to bring on, we bring on another, uh, John of Spiral Rhythm is here with us. Hey, Hello. baby. Are you there? How hey, you doing? Hey, t- t- <laughs> what's up? <laughs> Just getting through it, you know, getting through it. You know, I'm listening to what everyone's saying and... Uh, you know, my heart goes up to everybody with the headaches and the hardships that everyone's experiencing. And, you know, this is definitely a time for be like water. You know, you gotta, you gotta adjust and, 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 and adapt to the new environment of what we're dealing with. Cause this isn't going to go away in the next week or two. You know, this is something that's going to affect our, at least our season. Well, at least it gives you some time to do some of your artwork. Yeah, well, I'm working on that. I do that as a full-time gig in addition to, you know, at least the goddess in addition to Spa Rhythm. And um, I have an outlet in Atlanta where I sell art. Um, I also work Mm -hmm. in a nightclub, which is closed right now. So that, of course, has an effect on me. But we're using this opportunity to give the nightclub a facelift. So we're going to be working... The, the employees are going to be working not open to the public, you know, fixing up the bar with the idea that, you know, hopefully in a month or two weeks or three weeks or whatever it may be, we'll be able to open back up and um, um, take care of some home stuff. Cause you know, the kids are home too. Um, so, and we don't know if it's going to be for the next month or for the next rest of the year. It, it, it's, there's talk in every extreme about that. So that's a factor, you know, uh, as far as what we can do, how we're going to plan the season, how we're going to travel, how we're going to adjust for, you know, the new reality of shows. And, you know, shows are canceling and shows, some shows are not canceling. So it just depends. So, so do you, so, wow, you got impacted on every side this time, huh? Um, well, I mean, the way that you put- uh, everywhere. Yeah, I mean, it, it's definitely something that's life-changing right now. So, so I've asked the same thing as everyone today. And so, how can we help yeah. you get through this? What can we do as as a community to help you get through it? 
Well, you know, I think we're doing it in some ways. We've got to keep connected, and we have to keep showing when something comes up that's an opportunity for people, share it. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, figure out a way to connect with people online. You can still – we're going to probably do more home shows where we'll just let people come by on appointment and do some stuff as far as Unleash the Goddess is concerned. And then when we are working with other shows, um, if we can get to, to other shows, you know, we've been trying to – so, you know, act smart, not work hard, adjust the size of the booth to the event. You know, if it's a smaller mm-hmm. event, we're not going to set up the entire set. We're going to bring a portion of it, you know, and try to fine-tune our merchandise towards that event, um, even more so than we've done in the past, and, you know, and really not always having to set up the entire 20. I mean, because we, 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 when we're fully set up, it's like a 20 by 20 and three 10 by 10s, and, you know, we have a big setup when we're all fully fully out there so you know we can only do that for a few shows again you know the work and the reward are, they have to balance out so we're working on how we're gonna work smarter and be like water and adjust and just keep the communication open with all of our friends and family that are out of state in a similar situation and just keep sharing information you know we all are we all you know, you don't know what you don't know, and if we're all keeping each other informed of what's happening in Illinois, what's happening in Wisconsin, what's happening in Georgia, you know, um, we, we're all better informed and we can make better decisions as a community, you know. Um, absolutely. So I'm, I'm, I'm trying to stay on a positive end of it, you know. So staying positive? Well, I think so. I think this is going to change. You know, everybody's talking about this as a life-changing event. Obviously, this is a historical event. We're going to remember the quarantine. You know, that's just like yeah. the, the, that's going to be something. That's, there's no way around that. That's now in his. That's going to hit me in our history books. Absolutely, um, absolutely. And, and well, so we're looking is, at um, our generation's World War II here. <laughs> you know, right? Uh, well, you know, well, some someone who has tackled depression in my life multiple times for multiple years there are certain things you want to avoid and one of the things is allowing yourself to be separated from other people and even though there is a quarantine i'm still keeping tabs on close friends and family that i either i'm like look don't be alone in your house all the time you know that's not necessarily good for you come straight here we're all fine we don't have symptoms we're good have dinner here connect on a low level where you can still you know have healthy relationships, you know, and, and feel that sense of, of you're not alone in this, you know, because I have a lot of friends who are just now that now they, they kind of lived a quarantine life to begin with, but then now it's kind of forced upon them and, and it's a different sort of circumstance, you know, and so there's a lot of potential to breed despair if you're by yourself. And that's why I'm saying stay connected. It's totally that makes sense. Mindset. You know, no, and, no, and that, you know, it's that's the main thing, really. I feel like I think the rest of the details will work out as we we're all smart enough to make practical decisions based on information that we have, you know, we, you know. And so yeah. I think that the main thing is to just not despair, to stay connected with people who uh, are in a similar situation and you strengthen each other through your friendships and through your connection. We hope to do some uh, through Spiral Rhythm. We hope to do some some more uh, live broadcasts on Facebook and what have you, and, and maybe even do some of the live concert stuff. I know some of the other bands are doing that right now, and you know, um, they a lot of a lot of the musicians don't have a, don't have 
like kids. <laughs> so <laughs> that's another, you know, that's a whole other category of, of, of your time and effort and energy, you know, that has to be dealt with regardless because, you know, kids don't care if there's depression. Kids don't care, you know. <laughs> you know, they, they're, they're, still, they're still grasping with the fact that we might run out of toilet paper. What? You know, I mean, they have that, they're in that realm, you know, of disbelief in many ways. So, um, you know, talking about how, what, what happens if we do run out of toilet paper? What's the plan? You know, what do we do? And, you know, uh, and so. Kiki, Kiki will crochet <laughs> you some. Right. You know, so I've come up with some, <laughs> we've got some, we've got some back. We're not planning on running out of toilet paper, but if we do, we have options. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, you have to think so of I, those terms of, okay, you hope for the best, you prepare for the worst, and you, and you see yourself and your friends and your family through it, and you just stay connected. You know, I yes. have, to have you have plenty of yarn in bins in your house and someone who knows how to crochet. You got toilet paper, yeah. baby. <laughs> oh, well, yeah, I wasn't even going there, but okay. Right on. <laughs> Excellent. Excellent. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean, we have mm-hmm. options. There, there are definitely options. Now is not the time for panic or despair. Right. Now is the time to really focus on what you're good at. What can really happen? Yes, there are practical issues like how am I going to pay my rent? How am I going to pay this? How am I going to do I have gas in my car? You know, I mean, there are, there are little things that people just assume we have, the, you know, because it's funny because I, I just got gas two days ago and it's never been as cheap as it has been in a decade. And I don't know what that's yeah, about. That's kind of weird to me. You know, uh, I just paid well, $1.88. Yeah. I just paid $1.77 a gallon for gas. Yeah, well, I and, 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 and one so of the things that's, that's happening is kind of a, yeah, yeah. It's, it's uh, interesting. Not only yeah. are we not using lots of gas than we ever have, Russia, and, and we don't know this, We've been the news drove it out, Saudi Arabia and Russia are dropping their prices. Gas is down to $20 a barrel, low since 2002. Right. They're right. both right. the market with oil, because so, yeah, that's how they're panicking. Right, and the other happy byproduct is that our our environmental emissions have gone down because industry has kind of stopped. <laughs> but it's not kind of the way I want to do it. But definitely, there's definitely a silver lining there. Um, oh yeah, which uh, which is interesting that you see these effects almost happen not immediately, but within like a few weeks, you start seeing the environment recuperating because industry's not screwing it up. You know, mm-hmm. um, which which I find to be an interesting thing. And another thing we're learning is that, yes, you can do your job from home. A lot of people are learning mm-hmm. that they were told that they couldn't before, you know. And, yes, we can restructure our society a bit to where we don't have to be on the road and burn up as much gas. And we can be more efficient. So, you know, everybody mm-hmm. out there who who's looking for a, a better system, you know, um, you know, I know where things are going with the with 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 the with the election and everything, but we can't go back to normal, whatever that is. Oh no, this is this. I've gone through uh, a couple of events in my life where it has been. I was How there. It turns out the, uh, um, the oil. I remember the oil shortage, which everybody thought was going to be the end of us, and and that changes right. forever. And, yep. and and I don't know if those people remember that, but that was a really so the impact, I guess. So um, let me go ahead and ask this question, and um, I guess each of you can yeah. answer it. So, what is the so when this is, comes to an end, which we don't know when? Do you yeah. do you see yourselves? Do you see yourselves getting back on the festival road? Do you think the festivals are going to be able 
to come back in the same way? I think it's going to transform. You... Uh, sorry, I'll jump on that real quick. I think it's going to transform us, you know, and I think there will be that, but there may be this mm-hmm. adjustment period for sure, you know, and maybe I won't be doing 20 festivals a year. You know, that was a peak. Mm-hmm. You know, there's no way that's going to happen, but we might have to do 12. You know, and in those 12 mm-hmm. festivals, maybe six of those are band-related performance. Because it, it, it just depends on how everyone recovers from the initial adjustment period of what this means. You know, there are certain festivals that are probably just going to go away. And that's the reality. Mm-hmm. Like there are certain small, small businesses that are just going to go away. And that's kind mm-hmm. of the unfortunate collateral damage of this kind of situation. Um, but I think... And I don't presume to think that it's all going to go back to normal. I don't know what that even means anymore, you know, as far as what normal is at this point. But I think that we can certainly recover and just do things, learn to do things differently and better. Mm-hmm. I, I agree. Absolutely. I, I agree with John. And it's going to be, you know, um, like even the festivals that are going to be happening, you know, towards the end of summer, um, you know, it, I look at it, some of the fees are, like, you know, super high, and, and I'm like, are people even going to go to them, or mm-hmm. are they going to have the, you know, consumer confidence to spend the extra money on retail goods or CDs and stuff? You know, it, it, you know I'm trying to look forward to, um, I have a big event in outside of Chicago in July, and that used to close in 325,000 people. And I don't, you know, I don't even think they're going to get a fraction of that after this year um, with all the things going on because I think some people are going to be still concerned around July, you know. Exactly, exactly. You know, so it's it's going to probably take, I would guess, at least three years for this ripple effect to go away. In retail. Okay, that gives us a final, that gives us a statement here. So, um, really so quick for people out there. I hope I'm wrong. I hope it's, I hope it's like immediate. <laughs> I hope I'm wrong. Sorry. I didn't want to say right. that. I was thinking out loud. No, absolutely. Oh, no, no. And I think it's, so there's always, we always, you know, expect the worst, hope for the best, and it usually comes out somewhere in the middle. But I think yeah. people need right. to understand that this is, is going to be a big change um, out there. Um so out there. So real quick, anyone out there doing live broadcast, anything else, the daily spell um, on Facebook, just link to it. It's uh, one of the larger pages. We're going to be trying to pump out information. Uh, people oh, yeah. are going to do that. We are doing that. We did Londa Katz uh, reading. So Londa Katz is so nice. We're going to be doing reading this book. Uh, Chris Copeland helped us with uh, talking about networking. Um, so many people are out there. I really love the festivals because we do a lot of filming for me. For me, that's the biggest thing I'm going to miss is doing all the filming that I was doing because I'm working on this sort of – because my project got interrupted too. And this is very interesting. It's going to be very interesting because I already knows I was building beginning to, to do kind of the piloting for a, a reality show that kind of wrapped around the festival and how we travel as a community. So um, terrific. Well, thank you, folks. Um, um, thank you for having us. Okay. So yeah, really quick. So one. So once before you go, and I got, and, uh, and I'm going to get more, just more of you, 646-787-1928. How do they contact you? Where's your Facebook page? Where can they first contact you guys? Hmm? Um, so I'll uh, jump in then. Okay. I, okay, I have good. a Facebook page. And basically to contact me, you can just 
um, check out the Facebook page. It's Magpie's Moon, M-A-G-P-I-E apostrophe S space M-O-O-N. Mm-hmm. Just look for me on Facebook. Um, I think it lists me as local to a town in Georgia called Clarksville, which is actually my mother's house, but that's where I have all of my packages shipped. Um, she's less likely to have porch thieves than I am. And it, um, it doesn't show everything that I sell. It shows what I make to sell. It doesn't show any of the things that I resell, but anybody has questions, they can message me. Um, I try to get back to them as quickly as I can. So that's me. Terrific. Yeah. And, of course, we have Spiral Rhythm on Facebook, and um, that's, we have a Facebook page for that. And, and I'm also the only Bubba Geisha on Facebook or Instagram, so you can find me that way and, and easy to find in that regard. Aren't you on DeviantArt as well? Um, I'm DV, I am on Art, but it's been, it hasn't been that active lately. Everything's going to get active. Right, <laughs> right, right. So, but, I, but I'm very active on Instagram and Facebook, especially with my art and, you know, with band stuff. Well, I have, um, well, oh, Go ahead. Um, Oh, I was going to say, um, for me, um, I have a website and a Facebook page. My website is castleart.com, and that has mostly the henna body art products, but I do have a couple pages of some labdorite and moonstone pendants. But the best thing to do is link um, to my Facebook page, which is Castle Art, no space um, between them. Um, and I have postings of um, a lot of the new jewelries, the blue labradorites, the purple labradorites, um, black moonstone, um, rainbow moonstone, um, and, and I have lots of rings. I, I don't mind um, messaging, and I, I will definitely do a video or YouTube video or something and get that posted um, and stuff too. But, yeah, castleart.com is probably the easiest way to find me, and then you can navigate from there to the Facebook page. Terrific. Thank well, thank you. Well, thank you. And, and we're going to get more of it. This uh, show will be going live. It's, uh, once we're done here today, we're going to be going on. I want to thank all, all of it. We have more people coming up. Um, we want to help the merchants out. So the Daily Spell, tag us every way you can. Email me, edthepegan at gmail.com. Um, so, Neil. So, yeah. so this first part, I got more people coming up. I'm going to go scan them. But what do you think so far? What do you? What can you as your from your experience, what are you what are you hearing? What is what should we know? What what do I know is Loch Lorien for Elfest, which is the same weekend that Heartland is, is holding out hope. They have not canceled yet. I talked to Teresa Guzman in New York at Brushwood. They have not canceled either Sankofa or Sirius Rising yet. They're monitoring the situation. And more will be coming out when we get through this first section and see what's going on. Uh, my feelings on festival grounds, festival sites, promoters is, you know, there, there are several of the properties that are bought and paid for. Gaia, Wisteria, Brushwood. But there's other ones that are not. They're the ones that's going to be having problems because they have no revenue coming in to make that land payment. And without making that land payment, 
they can't keep that land. The promoters, without the money that that show makes, can't move forward. Uh, I talked to Ricky Bobby at Friedman Sanctuary in Arkansas. It's breaking her heart. She has canceled Beltane. She finally canceled it yesterday. Uh, she owns the land, but her husband is dying of cancer. They've adopted mm-hmm. their four-year-old grandchild, and that was some of the money they were living on, literally taking food off their tables because mm-hmm. any of the auction money that was raised during it went straight to them. So it it broke my heart because it was breaking her heart that she had to give up one of the ways they have of producing income. And there's more sites so, out there like that. I know CMA's land is not paid off yet. There's other so, properties out there, other festival sites that are not bought and owned yet that we may see a big shift of a lot of festival sites and promoters just go away because the money's mm-hmm. dried up. And I'm, I'm in a unique situation because last year my truck broke and it took a little over six grand to get it back on the road, I went and got a pizza delivery job. I got the news a few hours ago that we are now open 4 to 9 o'clock every single day of the week. So all of our hours have been cut. So and I'm in the middle of uh, all roads import is, done as of basically beginning of the year. I'm restructuring, trying to get a website up, trying to get my Facebook page up for GoShopMealShop.com. Uh, yeah. That's going to be my new website, and that will be the name mm-hmm. on my Facebook page. If you want to get a hold of me or find me, I am at Neil on Facebook. I'm on LinkedIn. So that's that's my story right at the minute. Right. I'm just and in so the process of trying to rebuild. Okay, so now we've got uh, – Pam, are you there? Pam, did I see you? <laughs> I was trying to help you out by, by checking on some of the other callers, like uh, coming oh, up with okay. Sylvia from the Kansas City Metaphysical Fair. Um, no, I'm just trying to do what I can to help out too. So everything that you can – using the skills that you, you already have, you may think it's not that big of a deal, but hey, Ed, this is what I do. And I you didn't invite me on. You just told me you were doing the show, so I'm doing what I can to push out Absolutely. notice that the show is happening and and uh, doing a little bit of research. I mean, well, sure, this, we're all in this together. And um, the festival season is so important to our community it's one of the few place, few times and places that we can all get together and not just, uh, you know, it's already been mentioned on the show, not just uh, buy things or or see the the um, the musical acts, but also that sense of community is very much tied to the to the festivals. Um, but what I wanted to say, you know, I used to do the pagan music show, and I, I was blessed to be able to meet a lot of the musicians that are part of the the community and they are doing some amazing things. They were already doing this before to help supplement Mm -hmm. their income, 
but uh, a lot of our, our musicians have Patreon accounts, um, and, and they might be artists in, in other ways, like, uh, you know, painting or, or jewelry, as, you know, already mentioned from the Spiral, the spiral Rhythm folks. Um, but you can check out like uh, Sharon Knight, for for example, has a Patreon account. Uh, um, almost all of them do. But we have coming up, just to, to name a few, uh, some things that are going on. Celia has some really good St. Patrick's Day, Celtic Heritage Day, however you want to view it, Irish music. And right now she's making it super easy for you to get 16 Irish songs for naming your price. And it's at her band camp. Uh, if you go to, to see or try to put this on the daily spell. Um, and I also have uh, SJ Tucker and um Linda Millard and, and Ginger Doss are going to be doing a online concert thing. <laughs> mm -hmm. um, and, and that's going to be on the 21st of Sunday. Um, mm -hmm. There's a lot of, Wendy World's going to be doing one tonight, live streamed Equinox concert. Uh, it's going to start at midnight Greenwich Mean Time. So, um, if you're on the Eastern time zone, it's going to be 8 p.m. tonight, and you can catch those, the, you know, a lot of your favorite artists um, on, on online concerts. A lot of times they offer places that you can tip them, give them a little extra money to show your love and support. Um, one thing, if you can, if you're, if you're doing okay, good for you, awesome. If you're, you're in a pretty steady, stable job during this this craziness um if you put money aside and this is i know i'm asking a lot to put this this out there so only if you can afford it and if you put money aside for these for, for uh, festivals why don't you reinvest that in buying people's music or 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 merchandise online through through whatever method you can since you've already put that money aside if you can afford it if you right. if you're you're stable enough because it is going to be kind of crazy for everybody. So thank so you for giving me, me a little bit of time here to say this. Well, <laughs> go ahead. Let me go ahead and let it announce everybody. So you so uh, Pam's going to help me out. We have a second station we're going to be setting up called Pagan World, and uh, so we're going to communicate. Pam and I are again. Pam and I are probably amongst the best out there in these sort of emergency broadcasts and. Uh, so thank you, and uh, absolutely, and um, um, this is our first uh, first episode of it. So as Pam knows, she's you know one of the great station managers and one of the basic Aww. foundations of why Pagan's tonight out there, and uh, she's going to help us out. And we're going to work on this and see what we can do. Um, and thank you for jumping in; I appreciate it. So no problem. So. And so the next step is that we have an author by the name of, uh, well, I'll let her introduce. I think Drew, I, I butchered this. If you're <laughs> part of the drinking game, you know that this is a time you should <laughs> take a shot. And uh, oh, my goodness. Um, hi, my name is Drew Ann Welch. I am an author. I also, I play Crystal Singing Bulls, so I'm a presenter and I have CDs and I have Bandcamp available. Uh, but I also vend when I go to festivals. So I'm sort of a Jill of all trades as far as festival goes. 
So I'm definitely yes, feeling the impact of everything being canceled. <laughs> Hello. So oh, there you are. Okay. Um, I, it, <laughs> no, I was um, – so, no, one of the things I was looking at, so – how is this affecting you? I mean, have you had a lot of shows canceled so far this spring? Are you amongst everyone else on that? Or is- I've had every one of my shows cancel. I um, I was booked for the last week of March. I was booked for every week in April. I had a private concert at the, where I was going to go to someone's house, and I was going to play bowls there, and even that is canceled because – people aren't doing mm-hmm. gatherings so uh even personal home gatherings so my entire income for the next two months which is what i use to make it through um in florida the festival season goes basically march and april and then we come back together again in october november and december and everything is canceled now so it's a matter of figuring out you know how i can promote things like my band camp to maybe get people to purchase some of my mm-hmm. uh, singles and some of the work I've done with the Bulls and things like mm-hmm. that. So it, it's an adjustment. Um, yeah. So um, you mentioned Bandcamp, and as we now know, tomorrow, starting Friday, Bandcamp's going to be waiving a lot of their fees to help out the uh, musicians. So what's your Bandcamp account? Mm-hmm. It is uh, Drew Ann Welch, D-R-U-A-N-N-W-E-L-C-H dot bandcamp.com and I've got all kinds of really cool uh, tracks available there using the bowls and different frequencies. Excellent. So, you know, when I go to festivals, um, I know I like going to the singing bowl places because they usually are playing those bowls throughout the day. Um, so I find yeah. that fascinating because you're, so when you're uh, as being a merchant, you're, you're also part of the entertainment because you're giving them a chance to get up close to these items. That's things that they normally wouldn't be able to get up close to. Right. So I don't sell the bowls. Um, I do tie-dye and I sell my books and my CDs. And then um, I do the bowls as a workshop for people. And it does let people sort of learn something they don't get to see often. Um, Right now, Mm -hmm. I've just been given the opportunity to uh, be a part of the upcoming Spring Mysteries online. So I'm working to get my tech together so that I can do that. It's it's really exciting to be able to be a part of it because I wouldn't be able to take my bowls across the country, and um, I can present now to a larger community through this. So I'm I'm excited about that. I am. I can understand that too. Uh, and so we're being joined by, and this is a blind one. So if you hear, you should be hearing a little beep. And we're speaking with. Uh, Hello. Zero? Yes. This Hi. is Ricky Bobby. You're on the air. Uh, hi, Ricky. Bobby. There you go. Uh, I'm calling Bobby. from. So I'm calling from Northeast Arkansas, and things are up here. I bet they are. I so, feel for um, you. Well, Neil was just describing some of the flight, so. And I've been asking everybody kind of the same thing. How can we help you? What can we do now to help you out through this so we can make sure that we have you again next year? Um, We're going to be back next year regardless Uh, because it's a service that we perform for the community. And hopefully we'll be able to do 
our usual family camp out in September, which is usually the third weekend of September. A no-cost event. Of course, there's no entertainment either, but uh, we Mm -hmm. just let people come and camp and enjoy the like-mindedness before we have to shut down for the winter. The people are the entertainment. Right. It's learning, getting to know people. It's those circle connections that you really make when you're face-to-face and in a group that pounding on a keyboard is all good, but it's not the same thing. It's not the same feeling. We have to find ways around what we're used to right now, and um, we can't get a whole lot closer than online, which sucks. I've got a lot of friends I'm not going to see, and I miss that. Me too. Believe me. There's me not running... Most of the season last season due to the truck being broke. Uh, there was lots of people that I didn't get to see that I usually get to see once a year. Because back to we cross paths once or twice a year out there on the circuit. And that's either festival attendees that are friends of mine or other merchants, you know. The Spiral Rhythm Group, I, I maybe see them once or twice a year when we cross paths at different shows, either at Wisteria or Brushwood, you know. So that's an essential part of this, isn't it? More and more I'm hearing about. So I was able to spend some time with Neil. We talked about how most city urban pagans don't know about the festival scene. It's shocking how few actually know about the festival scene. So we've been talking about how important it is. And um, it's interesting. So I'm I'm, I'm hoping that one of the silver linings of this is that much more of the community will learn about the, the, the festival where a lot of how our culture exists came out of. I mean, I think those interrelationships are what really built a lot of our community. Yes, it is. Would I you... totally agree with that. Okay. Um, and so, yeah, and so, and being at, uh, Ricky Bobby, being at the center of one of these communities, it must, I know they're exhausting. I know I've seen people work, so many of them, they're exhausting to work. But it's also when I hear them, they say it's a very good feeling. So, so it's got to be tough on you, not only tough on you for the reasons of that, but of being able to do such a great service for people. I mean, it's it's a labor of love. It's not a labor of anything but love, love and passion. I, I at least that's what I would presume. Right. That's what it started out as um, five, six years ago, I guess. Now, mm-hmm. and. Uh, we were doing two festivals, but that got to be too much for me. So we cut back just to the Beltane. Mm-hmm. But, you know, if anybody is interested in us, we have a website on Wix. I forget what the address is. I've got a friend who takes care of that for me because I can't do oh, that. Oh, good. And uh, we've got Facebook and the Sanctuary. Mm-hmm. And, of course, then they can just get me at Ricky Bobby on Facebook. Mm-hmm. 
And we'll be, and, uh, I'll be happy to. And be happy to. to help. Oh, I'll be, I'll be happy to share anything I can, you know, about the property and the history of it and upcoming plans. And, and that's what we're going to do. So, so one of the things that Neil and I have discussed is Neil has really taken up a, a big banner, and I want to thank him for that today. Uh, we're going to we're taking on a lot more of what we call the merchants' questions. Um, so yes, I mean we're, the merchant question and and the idea of the festivals. He's become such a big advocate of it, and this year is my year to go touring. So I'm so. I am kind of sorry that we're missing out this spring, and I hope this is over quickly. Um, but we'll see. Um, <laughs> go ahead, Drew. Can you say something? Surely they will I think everyone holds back. I think so. And so, how do they contact? So, how do they contact you, Drew, as well? Um, I am on Facebook. My website is drewannwelch.com, and you can click on there and you'll see what I do and contact me and email me through there. Uh, I have several business Facebook pages. I'm on Instagram. So pretty much if you just look my name up somewhere, you'll find me. Um, Bandcamp will be a big help right now. And also uh, you can look me up on Amazon, and uh, I appreciate uh, people looking up and buying my books and CDs. I have two new CDs I just put out that uh, I'm obviously not able to promote the way I wanted to by having them to sell because there's nowhere to sell them. So I'm hoping people look them up online and maybe be interested enough to buy the CDs that way. Absolutely. So and so that absolutely. And we're going to be talking more with merchants over the next couple of months um, as we we're going to kind of see what we can do. Um, write me at edthepagan@gmail.com. I'm asking everyone if you want to do a one. A one minute or so commercial, kind of uh, send me an audio, send me in text. You can even send me an, as a YouTube link to a YouTube video. I will be taking and broadcasting more of those. Uh, the Daily Spell on Facebook and thedailyspell.com are going to become much more active. Uh, the Daily Spells, you know, as you know, is a large uh, community since 1998. And trying to communicate with the community, and we've never had a, a greater need than right now. Um, and we're going to be bringing out other things, Pagan World. Uh, as you talk, as I talked with Pam earlier, uh, she's been a big help. We're going to bring out more broadcasting, and I guess more people are going to do more broadcasting. But it doesn't match the actual desire to go to these events, and that's the thing that I'm hearing most is that that's probably one of the more difficult ones. Mm-hmm. And yeah. um, I'm I want to thank you. I, I want to thank you both. I'm going to bring on uh, I think Sylvia. Am I bringing her? Let me see. Hi, Sylvia. Hey, how are you? Hi. Good. So sorry that it's taking so long to get to you. Oh, that's okay. That's just fine. Glad to be on. And Glad you're doing this. It's a service that's really needed. Because so, uh, a lot of people don't know which things are canceling, which things are how to reach other people. Mm-hmm. It's pretty needed. Right. So... How can they contact? So how is this affecting this is affecting you? Hmm? Well, so um, I'm one of the organizers of the Casey Metaphysical Fair, which is not one mm-hmm. of the destination pagan festivals, you know, where there's camping and all that. But it's still, 
well-attended event, and, you know, people come there. We do workshops, so people get to learn mm-hmm. things. We usually have 15 to 18 workshops over the weekend. Um, some are participatory. Some are more of a lecture. Uh, what we're going to do, mm-hmm. so our event was supposed to be live and in person, you know, March 27, 28, 29. We actually mm-hmm. made the decision uh, about a week and a half ago and just started posting a lot of things up on Facebook. We're going to make it virtual. We're doing a virtual fair. So there's no, quote, admission access. And on our Facebook page, we will be doing a lot of live, some pre-recorded workshops. Um, our vendors are going to have, they're going to be able to put items up and things. Uh, they're going to be running their specials. Uh, a lot of our mm-hmm. readers are going to be able to do readings, whether that be by phone or Skype or Zoom or however they choose to do it. But they're going to, for that weekend, they're going to use that same community pricing that they usually do. Because whenever mm-hmm. anybody's at a fair, or at least, at least we have found with our readers at our fairs, the readers always have a kind of a discounted price. Because people are seeking, they're looking, they may not know what they want yet, they may have never had a reading. A lot of people come to our event as kind of a, oh, I'll come there on Saturday, I've never experienced something like that, they've never done anything that's metaphysical, pagan, uh, outside the box potentially. So it can be kind of an introduction. So uh, mm-hmm. our readers are really good about that kind of pricing. And the same with healers. And some of the healers can do distance healing. So, uh, But for us, you can find us on Facebook. It's KC Metaphysical. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's where the event will also take place. Terrific, and uh, we'll do all we can yeah. to share that and broadcast it across the board. Yeah. Um, that's, that's something. Awesome. something yeah, that, I think a lot of people are going to have to go virtual. Well, so so that's one of the big things. So so yeah, um, that's one of the reasons why I'm I'm you know you heard Pam earlier and the Order of Paladins and a lot of my team is doing so because we've always been an internet community. Social distance for me meant how can I be as social to you at a distance as I possibly can? Um, how do I <laughs> yeah. how do I offer a service? Huh? Neil? Yeah. Well, that, uh, that's kind of an oxymoron there, but yeah, yes, that's the way it is right now. Yes. Well, how can I be social at a distance? And we've always been that way, our teachings and online, and we're going to help everybody try to get more online. But So do you think this is going to change, Cecilia, do you think this is going to change the way we look at our community, huh? That we're going to be a much more I, after this? More. Oh, yeah. Well, oh, yeah. I think part of it is, is we don't know what's going to happen. I mean, is this thing going to go away in the summer, and then is it going to just come back next fall? Is this going mm-hmm. to, you know, kind of like, quote, the seasonal flu, but maybe worse? Or is it just going to get better, go away? I don't think anybody really knows, but I think it's definitely changing the way people think about, well, really for us, even scheduling events or mm-hmm. saying, okay, what kind of season is, what happens? And then, so you know, our next show is slated for July. Is anybody going to have money to spend if really there's, you know, how long is there a quarantine? Is there going to be money to put to things other than rent, food, that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. And how much disposable income will people have for, I don't know, readings, rocks, CDs of music. I mean, I, you know, that's, that remains to be seen as well. 
Absolutely, I can see that. But, I can absolutely I mean, see I, that. Yeah, I think I think there will because th- a lot of this is tied obviously with people's spiritual practice. I mean, this, mm-hmm. So I think that there will always be that. I think I think priorities will be different. I think people will realize they maybe don't need as much. I don't know, extravagant, or people might just think, hey, you know, instead of having that hotel room to one of the events, or I might go to, I, I might have a friend stay in the hotel room with me instead of it being just myself, or um, even just little things like that, especially when they go to the destination well, events. Although, you know, camping, obviously, there's not a hotel room to pay for, but. So, presenting online, you'll be presenting the festival online, <laughs> which I think is fantastic. Right. Um and how, so and and so that's Casey Metaphysical. Everybody check it out. Um, what else can we do to help you out? Is there anything else that we can help your merchants out with? What is it that we can? Is there anything in particular? Um, I don't. I this, think this just festival? getting the word out is going to be great because on there, when people go to the website or our Facebook page, we do have a website, but everything is really going to be happening on the Facebook page. Our website is CaseyMetaphysical.com. Um, but it'll just mm-hmm. it'll lead you back to the Facebook page for the actual event this time around for sure. Uh, there's going to be a vendor and reader album, and you'll be able to see who's coming uh, right before the fair. Mm-hmm. We'll put kind of more details of about each person that's going to, quote, be attending. And then mm-hmm. we'll have a, a list of workshops. So, I mean, it's a good it's a good time. I think a lot of, uh, a lot of communities and all kinds of um, avenues are also presenting a lot of online classes for free, online workshops for free, things for people to do while they're sort of in the house, you know, stuck there on quote, self-quarantine. So it's a good time to learn something. Yes, it should be. There's lots, lots, lots of time to do stuff in. Yeah. Definitely. Um, absolutely. So one of the things I'm, let me go ahead and ask this um, simple question is, um, is this recoverable for you? I mean, is this something that you think you're going to power through and still be here? Mm, I think so. Um, like I said, our next event is planned for July. We, I mean, basically because the powers that, you know, whatever the, I mean, this, this virus thing was nobody's fault. So, um, you know, our venue's been really amazing in working with us on that. Um, the biggest thing for us is, yes, we don't get the admission, so yet in that regard, we are losing money. Um, we should be fine presenting again. No, mm-hmm. no, it, it's not. Um, I know some of the destination festivals, you know, make tens of thousands of dollars. And that's like their whole event. That that that's a lot of their budget for the year. Our biggest thing, where we said we just have to do something virtual, is because our vendors and readers—they're really the ones that, you know, this is their livelihood. A lot of these vendors and readers just go from show to show to show. They'll do our show. They'll do Heartland Pagan Festival. They'll you know do a lot of a lot of other shows, and that's where their income, mm-hmm. their whole income comes from. Um, and so we said we just needed to do something for, for them to recover. I know uh, I was talking to one of our vendors. You know, they've had six shows canceled because as a vendor they they were going to be at some show in Ohio, and then they were going to go to something in, I think, Illinois. Those have all canceled. 
And so and oh, they, said, they said every weekend, yeah, they said every weekend that they don't get to do a show is a four to $6,000 loss. Wow. That's so, heavy. I mean, that's 30000 bucks down the drain in two months for them. Yeah. So I don't think it is. Um, so I'm going to bring on, uh, I got Amy. Um, she's talking yeah. to us about the, oh, hi, Amy. So, um, she's talking to hi. us about Otherworld, right? Yeah, Otherworld, the festival that Sonia was going to um, start, and it was going to be the first one in Florida this year, and she is mm-hmm. moving it to an online um, format. So it might be a, she might be a good person to network with and, you know, maybe you learn from, okay, what went good with the online thing and what, you know, what could have been improved on. Um, so, you know, um, that would be a good person to, um, you know, network with or and a good a good little festival to check out, and, you know, and have an online festival experience. Um, it's called Otherworld. It's in Florida. And, um, oh, the date is, wait, I'm trying to, pull up my other computer to find the date. But if you if you do a search on it, you'll find it. Oh, sure. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, but that would be a well, great um, – oh, looks like it's April 14th. Oh, no, page created okay. April 14th. So, but I just so, wanted to share that, you know, and, and maybe that's someone Celia can work with, too, for, you know, yeah. Um, yeah, or, or vice versa. I don't know when um, – I missed the date of when, um, you know, hers was, so – well, thank you for is, sure. uh, March 27 through 29, but yeah, that sounds great. I mean, obviously networking is going to be the big thing because this is still pretty new. I mean, obviously Ed and Neil have been doing this online presence for a long time, but mm-hmm. I think it was sort of always, it was definitely put on the back burner for most people, I think. Yeah. Well, well, there's not that option and there's... I was going to say, and too, I'll, I'll let her know that you're doing it so she can, like, net, you know, network with you. Certainly. Terrific. And um, yeah. so everybody That's wants to know what it's all about. If this is what the show is about for the next two months, we're definitely yep. going to do a lot of um, support of this, and we're going to start to that, the Daily Spell. Uh, Neil can be, you know, contact Neil Goodman. He's kind of leading some efforts, too. So, yeah, we, we, that's what we're here for today. Uh, thank you. So, so thank you so much for that, Amy. I appreciate that. Oh, yeah. No, no worries. I'm a networking fiend. I love to do it. <laughs> so. Well, here you go. Then you, you've come to the right place because that's what we're going to do. So, I know. Well, thank so, you. I'm and uh, everything down. Someone beat me to the punch about Wendy's rule show. So, it's, it's, absolutely. It's, well, we get. It's just kind of, I'm, I'm having a surreal experience because I'm, I was supposed to be on the road to Minneapolis today for PagayaCon, and I'm sitting here. Watching the rain come down, <laughs> it's, it's kind of like it's just like breaking my heart. It is, it's, and that's the biggest thing I keep hearing over and over again of how much uh, people's hearts that this is broken. Um, and so that it is. But we wish you the best, and thank you, and yeah, oh. keep attached. We're going to be keep going at this. Um, so at the pagan at gmail dot com, contact us directly. We are going to work with people. Um, we're going to help people like KC. KC, as she's mentioned, uh, uh, Sylvia KC, uh, which is Kansas City Metaphysics, right? Did I get that right? Yeah, it's yeah, KC Metaphysical Fair. Yep. KC so Metaphysical Fair. Or promote it up. Yeah. Well, thank you guys. So appreciate I, it. Appreciate what you're doing. Uh, we do too. So I, I, I'm bringing on Liz. 
Thank you so much for being on. Huh? Hello, Liz. Thank you so much for being on. Yep, I do too. I really appreciate everybody being on today. Um, so we have another in the queue named Liz. Is, are you there? Hey, I am. Can you hear me? I can. Hello? Okay. Awesome. Hi, guys. So How's it going? You have a comment. Yeah. Um. So it was it was questioned like you know how long is this going to go on? So I just wanted to kind of you know drop some facts and figures in here. Um, the uh, University of Minnesota uh, states on their website that there are there are several models currently being used to um, project where COVID-19 is going to go and how severely it, it's going to impact um, the world, etc. Um, I'm going to focus on the U.S. for the for the first little bit here. Um, we're basically looking at. Um, many millions of people contracting the disease and then like 2 million deaths, give or take. Um, but there are ways to mitigate this, include, including social distancing, and um, they're projecting out social distancing is going to be needed for like 18 months. So we're looking at 2022, mid, mid to late 2022 at this point. <laughs> Um, which seems scary. It It is really scary. But, you know, we have to remember that we as pagans, we are energy workers. And as, as far as my experience goes with working with energy, you can work with energy anywhere. You don't have to get together in a physical group, in a physical location to have a sense of community, to have the energetic vibe of everyone being on the exact same page with one another and having a really good time in events. I mean, you and I, Ed, we've been doing this for how many decades now? And so it's going to be a big shift, but there's no need to panic. There's no need to be severely alarmed. Just it's, it's awareness, not alarm, that I think we really need to focus on now. And I'm glad to be part of um, the, the Paladin, the Sacred Order of Paladins, to, you know, help mm-hmm. people navigate these new waters because to a lot of pagans, being online and having rituals online and having events online is brand new to them. But that's what we're going to do, and I can't wait to help those in, who need, who want to do that. Oh, yeah. you're still here? I was muting because I, I have a dog in the background. And it's like I'm, I'm sitting oh. here on the credenza. And uh, so edthepagan at gmail.com. You can check us out. Uh, tag the daily spell for if you're doing concerts and things like that, if you're doing broadcasting online. Uh, Chris Copeland out there. Uh, Chris Copeland and, uh, was asking about Discord. We're going to do a dis- We'll have a Discord system up. This is really the beginning of, the, of an emergency, kind of our own backbone to, to improve our backbone in our communication. So I think that's a, an important part of what we're doing now is increasing our ability to be uh, build our backbone be able to communicate better and so we're going to do everything we can so um so any last so let's go into last thoughts i think i think i think the board i think most people have called in who it is um pam are you still out there if you are just plug yourself back in i want to make sure i think um so so neil where where do do we go huh hey there you go so Neil, real quick, um, as we're wrapping up, what can uh, besides going to, to check you out, Neil Goodman, um, 
So what are the things, what can we do? So where do we go from here? What do you think we need to do for the merchants? Uh, that's all going to depend on how this plays out for a while. And we're, we're way too early in this project and this crisis to really get a good grip on what actually is going to need to happen and be done for everybody to survive at this mm-hmm. point, you know? Because, you know, uh, like I said, I, I'm lucky. I've got hours cut for the job I have, but I still have money coming in. A lot of these merchants that live on the road, other than going to their website, going to their Facebook pages, doing that, they have no income stream. And there's nobody going to help them because they're not big enough, even a small business, because they're not a permanent hard site somewhere. So that's kind of my feelings on it is it's going to just transpire what happens in the next 30 to 60 days with everything. Gotcha. Um, I agree. I mean, I, I agree that we're going to do that. So one thing we are going to do is continue broadcasting we're going to bring on more merchants. And we're going to talk to more of them, I think, as we go along. All right. So, any last and then I want, uh, any last thoughts, Liz? Do you have any last thoughts on this? Uh, yeah, I think I think that people just need to know that we're here and um, we want to help you. And um, if you know anybody like a merchant, if you don't yourself need help, tell your other about the Order of Paladins and have them get in contact with Ed. Um, you know, we're all over Facebook, and we want to make things rock and roll, even though the world is kind of going topsy-turvy right now. So so, yeah, so how can they contact it. you, Liz? Can they contact oh, you? Can contact. <laughs> sure. Hit me on Facebook, um, facebook.com slash LizHamilton88. Um, and my email address is Elizabeth Hamilton HPS at gmail dot com. So yeah, wanna, absolutely. If you just want to even, even talk, I, I am here to talk. You know, I'm a priestess. Mm-hmm. I'm trained to listen and to empathize. And sometimes mm-hmm. people just need somebody to hold the cup for them as they talk. So. And um, also then yeah, and she's setting also setting up our Discord, which will. Probably one of our next announcements will mention some of the other ways we're communicating. So absolutely. So in in the meantime, Liz will be in in the Discord channel that I set. <laughs> no, yeah. Liz and I, okay, good. I, I have. Yeah, and I, I have I have the server set up. I just need to you know put some finishing touches on it, make sure everything is working well, and make sure that I have enough moderators to help me because I have a feeling that this is going to boom pretty quick. Oh, sure. I've already had people asking us today. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Go ahead, Ed. No, go ahead. No, I was just, was I was just say, going to add to Liz. Go ahead. I'm going to hush go. for now until you throw it to me. <laughs> no, 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 go ahead. No, go ahead. What are you going to add to Liz? Please. Um, no, that that we've already been – I, I – I use uh, Discord already to talk to some friends, and then when I saw that this was uh, going to start isolating people, I threw out there mm-hmm. just a, a channel for, for me, anyone that's friends with me, Pamela Kelly, on Facebook. You can mm-hmm. go ahead and hit me up. I'm using 
right now I'm using the 24-hour um, links to the Discord site because I just don't want to open it up for spammers. Because I'm, it's just me and anyone who wants to talk. But uh, if you don't know Discord, then you can hit us up. It's really easy to use. But I do and, have um, other thoughts before you wrap up. So. Well, I was gonna get. I was gonna go to you next. So go ahead, Pam. It's your turn. Okay. Um, I'm going to talk to Ed, hopefully right after the show, with uh, ideas of people who are already considering doing online rituals. Um, we also have years and years and years of online rituals. In fact, I posted one from two years ago um, that I, I started promoting because somebody posted the link to Fleecy uh, Malay's um, poem the witches from two years ago on international women's day i'm like hey that's a good one we'll go ahead and post that because it's got a mabon and and a star ritual in it so there's uh years of old um of our our archived rituals available on pagans tonight and hopefully we will have new rituals uh, in the with the pagan world um what we're going to start with the the other blog talk channel uh in in uh partnership with other things that uh that ed has planned to help with the pagan community this is a a a really rough time and one of the things that we don't have that a lot of established if you will religions that have brick and mortar churches they have that community already mainstreamed. We've always had to create that community. That's why I've always been really happy to be part of the podcast um, community to help help link us all together as pagans to create that community virtually. So I'm really glad that we've already set the groundwork with something like Pagans Tonight that's been around for, gosh, I think this, this summer is going to be the 10th year anniversary of it. Um, it's been a, a very good thing for us to, to have. And hopefully I'm not just talking to myself. Are you guys there or am I talking to myself? No, you're right here. No, we're here. <laughs> we're here. Okay, so we've already said we're the We're just enraptured by what you're saying. Said... <laughs> well, I, I got knocked off earlier, and I'm like, I can't hear anything. I can't hear anything. Um, but we've already set the groundwork for 10 years in creating that virtual community, and it's, it's mm-hmm. good to – to, to go ahead and utilize what we have and let people know we're here for the community. That's exactly why I mm-hmm. was really excited to be part of this to begin with and why I'm passionate about this is because this is not about me. This is about us. And this time right now, I just got chills when they said that, uh, because this is the time that we need to pull together and keep our community afloat. Like I said, the brick and mortar churches have, you know, the guy down the street that's going to check in on you. But I'm noticing that more and more of these these um, local pagan communities that already have some for some sort of uh, of organization are already putting up information of if you need a ride to to this, if you need me to bring you meals. So do what you can in your community. If you know pagans in your community, reach out to them. Uh, if if not, then hopefully we can help with that. Yeah, and I have a song I want to play before you at the very end, if you'll let me. Sure. Yeah, at the very <laughs> end. So I guess that we're I guess that we're almost to that point. So everybody knows what's happening. One last get ready. 
get the song ready there. Um, and that, so uh, thank you, Liz. So Liz Hamilton, uh, Sir Elizabeth, Sir Elizabeth Corral, she's out there working the thing. So we'll be hearing more from her. Neil, thank you for being on my show and being a part of this and continuing to be our voice to the merchant community. Yes, thank you, Ed. You know, you're you're doing tremendous things out there in the community and with the Paladin Order and the Corellian Order and everything else. So I'm only as good as my team. I I, I am so glad to have you there. That's it. We're only as good as our teams and the amount of trust that you can build in our teams. And this is – so this is essentially – I think the message of the day I'm hearing more and more is that we're going to be building – new trust into our community. We're going to start learning to trust each other. And uh, let's see where we can go with this. Um, thank you, Pam, for joining in. More and deeper connections to community. Absolutely. I think before this is said and done, I want to have really, really have our community be much deeper. Um, yeah. And thank you, Pam, for including it. We'll be having more. I'll be back on the air later on today, probably on the Daily Spell, talking more about the Daily Spell Project. And we'll be back on Pegging tonight, and pretty soon you'll be able to even do more through Pegging World. So go for it, Pam. What is it that you want us to play? Well, I want to do two songs. One of them is kind of a funny song, but I'm going to play that after this one because this is a very important song, I think, for the, the message of this specific podcast. And this is Murphy's Midnight Rounders. The song is... One voice cries in the darkness alone to raise a sound that reaches to the throne three share a power and they pass it along four sing with one voice that is clear and strong there is strength in our numbers as we share with one another there is power together as we stand side by side we won't stand in the shadows and be silent any longer our voice is alive and our fear has died one voice cries in the darkness alone to raise a sound that reaches to the throne Three share a power and they pass it along Four sing with one voice that is clear and strong There is strength in our numbers as we share with one another There is power together as we stand side by side we won't stand in the shadows and be silent any longer. Our voice is alive and our fear has died. There is strength in our numbers as we share with one another. There is power together as we stand side by side. We won't stand in the shadows and be silent any longer. Our voice is alive and our fear has died. And just because of the paladins, you know, a little smile to end things with Mama Gina and Nine Toes the Bard. How is everyone out there tonight? I want to tell you a story about the paladin. But first, I got to tell you what a paladin is. 
No paladins in ancient days. They were holy knights for the church. Yes, they were. They were holy knights for the church. They were badasses on the battlefield, aye, indeed. And they took all these incredible vows of purity and chastity and nobility. And aye, everyone wanted the paladin on their side in the middle of the battlefield. But nobody wants to hang out with the paladin after the war because they're just killjoys, don't you know? So this is a song about a paladin who is considering a career change. Call me sir, I wear the white. I'm the champion of all that's right. Noble heart and steady sight. I am a paladin. The monks that raised me had no mother Bible in one hand a blade and the other live like a saint. The church is my lover, I am a paladin. But oh, so many nights in prayer in chapel, begging, please, there must be a better reason to get splintered in my knees. And explore my darker side And if the lady's willing Gonna rip that by the slide I'm gonna trade my blade for cutlass And get my swarthy on paladin Schmaladin, I wanna be a pirate Ooh, all this living sinless is so incredibly dull I wanna tank it all the sweetest ale And drink my belly full Here we go. Paladin, 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 Paladin,
And you've been listening to a special report of the Pagans Tonight Radio Network and the Ed Pagan Show talking about the impact of our festival during this the time of the quarantine. We want to thank everybody who participated in our show today. Contact us at edthepagan at gmail.com. Check out Pagans Tonight Radio Network uh, page and also the Daily Spell. I want to thank everybody who's been part of it, and we're going to continue in these sort of emergency broadcasts. Let us know what you need. We're out here for you. We've always have been. Don't keep your distance. Come a little socially closer. All right. Talk to you soon. Good night.